Because have you ever had sex with somebody? Probably you haven't because you're an unwed woman. Um, so call me. <laughs> call me. <laughs> um, but have you ever had sex with someone where you could tell that they felt like it was like, oh, you did something for me and my body. So now I have to do something back for you and your body. And it wasn't from like any kind of gift of it. It was just like, oh, this is what's expected now. A thousand percent. And I've also been that person that's like, oh, um, okay, well, sorry, then if you're not going to do this, then I'm not doing that. So like I've, and it's it, it, so both ways, a thousand percent. Yes. Um, and it's not fun. <laughs> There's, there is little to no benefit of that. And the other thing. Hey, 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 everybody. We're here again with the Relationships Done Different podcast. Yay! The crowd goes wild. Um, two of your hosts are here this week. It's myself, Mr. Christopher Hughes, and the effervescent and delightful Miss Paula Peralta. Hello, everyone. I love being described as effervescent. Well, hello. You like effervescent. What is that? Bubbly. It's full of life. It's full of sparkle. It's full of charm. You add that to any situation. Refreshing. There you are. Well, thank you. I, I really enjoy that. Well, today you and I were, we were just chatting a little while ago and we were talking about being <laughs> friends with benefits. Now, I know what y'all are thinking, but this conversation could go a few different ways. Friends with benefits does not have to mean it's the person that comes over and you Netflix and chill with. It does not have to mean that you have a carnal connection and no rings on no fingers. So when I say friends with benefits to you, Ms. Paula Peralta, what does that bring up for you? Well, I first, I, I want to go back to carnal connections because <laughs> I, th I think if we called it what it was, which is a carnal connection, then people might do, they might ask more questions and choose something different more often. <laughs> oh, if, it's, if it's lust, it's lust, you know, that's, that's not wrong. And some people are more interested in just having the lust and, and the sexual exchange than they are necessarily, you know, buying flatware together and, and, and mixing their social circles and all the other things that we think have to be in a relationship. That's a carnal commitment. That's a karma. <laughs> <laughs> that is a carnal commitment and so much more. So friends so with benefits. Yeah. So I think the thing about friends with benefits is it's, I'm, it's an invitation to look at all of your relationships and whether or not they actually work for you and are creating greater. And when you say friends with benefits, outside of the carnal connection uh it is more of like how are your business partnerships like what's like who are you hanging out with like who are your friends does it benefit and contribute to you do you contribute to them um I think just looking at all of the relationships and getting really honest with yourself about whether or not it works for you whether it 
invites you to more of you, whether it creates greater in your life or your business or your, your carnal connections or all of the above. Um, yeah. I don't know when you, when you, when you hear friends with benefits, what does it mean to you? Well, look, I'm this sort of, I am an obsessive compulsive creator and a constant extrapolator. I, I'm not very good at small talk and just catching up with friends to talk about, well, how is your sister and how is your uncle and how was your day at work? You know, I find that quite boring. So for me, when I catch up with friends, it's all about what could we create and what are some of the different possibilities that we can explore and what if this and what if that and there's that's how the conversations usually arise and as a result i quite often mix business with pleasure controversial but i do it um and but beneficial but beneficial always beneficial so like a, a couple of friends of mine, for example, they'd started a candle company and they were making scented candles. And there was something that occurred and they ended up shutting the company down temporarily. And I really loved this candle and speaking to them about what had occurred. We ended up encourage, not only encouraging them to bring back the candle company and open it again, but my partner and I ended up 50% business partners with them in it. Um, this is a couple that we have been friends with for 10 years and we would like go away on holidays a lot together and catch up for drinks and meals together. And this is the first sort of entering into a business relationship that we've had. And we are having so much fun we've got our trello boards rolling and we've got our whatsapp chats going and we've had meetings with different consultants and i'm starting to see part of what i really like about this couple and part of what i i admire about them as people that had sort of drawn me to want them to be a part of our lives is how creative they are I can't help myself when I'm talking to friends and, and meeting with people to see what other possibilities there are that we could create together. So to me, friends with benefits is that. Yeah, that's like the ultimate creation shit. And I I uh I love that because it's like, what if all of our friendships could be like these brilliant creationships that contribute to each other and just create more? It doesn't mean that you have to start a business together, but it's like what what are the you know your friends around you what are they doing that's inspiring to you like what do you know that you can contribute to them it is that like that ebb and flow in conversations and ideas and creation that for me it's i'm the same like it's so fun for me to create with my friends um and i listen i can small talk with the best of them and also like you said it's kind of boring um and i often it's funny because my friends are always teasing me about how I know I always cut through the small tech and I'm like all right what's going on how's this tell me like give me all the like the deep and dirty like I want to know all the details and like what are you creating what are you excited about like you know so those are always the conversations that I'm having and um yeah I mean I have even now like I have a lot of friends that are in different industries and so we don't necessarily do business together but we'll talk a lot about 
you know, things that are going on in our businesses and we'll kind of extrapolate together, or, you know, connect, connect a lot with like, Hey, I don't, you know, I know someone that could help you with that or whatever that is. And I think that's like the ultimate benefit with your friends is to make sure that people are winning. We love to see the good ones win. Have you ever been, okay, but just to play devil's advocate a little bit, cause I'm that guy. Um, yes. Have you ever had a business relationship with someone who was a quote unquote friend and it created difficulties or there was like a scenario that caused some problems in the business or in the friendship? Do you know what I'm asking about here? Yeah, totally. I mean, I think there's always like, I think just like when you're entering into like an engagement or an entanglement with a lover or, you know, a partner, like you always kind of are asking like, will this work? And that I think is something that I've learned. Yes, it has occurred. And I, I don't know if I have like a specific example, but what I know is that a lot of times, sorry, let me back up. So most of the times when those relationships like had trouble, it was because there was some sort of unspoken expectation or, um, projection of like, they thought I was going to do this in the business, but it wasn't really communicated, but, or I thought they were going to do something in the business based on our friendship or the way that our friendship functioned. And I just assumed that it was going to cross right over into the business and it actually like didn't. <laughs> and so I think that's, that's what I've learned is like one clear communication and also two like really asking, like, is this going to work before you even go into the situation because you could love them as a friend and absolutely adore them in what they're creating in their business or think you know oh well it should work like one plus one equals two right but then when you actually go into business with them it doesn't work mm -hmm. <laughs> or is it or could work but isn't ease i love what you've said there that is that is so pragmatic and so simple and that one tool or question that you could ask will this work could save you from a world of heartache I remember when I was much younger than I am now, I think I was maybe 18 or 20 at the time, and a really good friend of mine who I adored and still do, she was um, in a relationship with another woman and they really wanted kids. And they had decided that it would just be fabulous if they took my sperm and were inseminated to have children. So they would raise this kid and it would be mine. And parenthood is the ultimate business partnership. Oh boy. Friends with where's the benefit? Not so sure. Um, and the, the whole thing, I was like, wow, I love these people. They are so wonderful and they would be fabulous parents. And nothing about that situation filled me with joy or made me think that it was going to make anyone's life easy. Um, and it was one of those scenarios where I could see all the what ifs and the yes buts and the uh ohs, mm -hmm. like the alarm bells were going off in my head of no, this isn't going to work. And I didn't have all the tools that I have now. And I made myself wrong for it a little bit, like going, wow, why am I depriving these people of the thing that they would really like to have? And I'm such a bad person. And looking back now, 20 years later, wow, I'm so glad I didn't make that choice. 
and what it would have created in our friendship, which we still have, and I don't know that we would anymore. Um, it just wouldn't have worked for so many reasons. Also for what it's create what it's created for me in my life. Like knowing when when to say, mm, no, that that isn't actually gonna work for me. It's such a gift. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, I recently heard, I think like it, it was Gary Ordain that said that like true caring is um when now I'm going to lose it, but like true caring is knowing that someone's choosing something that works for them and you, you not getting upset about it. So like for, in that example where, you know, your, your friends really desired a child and I'm sure that was probably a tricky decision for you or a hard decision to be like, no, sorry. But like to, to that, that's like the true test of that friendship is that like when you really truly care about someone you might not love their choice, but to, to still care enough to know that they're choosing something that works for them and you can't get mad about it, I think is such a game changer in friendships. And it's been, yeah, that's like the thing for me is that a lot of times I've had friends that will choose something that it's not even like against me, but it's like, oh, like I really wanted you to choose this thing and you chose this thing. And so just being like, cool, I still love you. We're still friends. Let's like, keep kicking it or doing our thing, I think is, it's a, it's a sign of maturity. Maturity. The the interesting part about this, like if we were to look at friends with benefits, whether it was the carnal connection or Mm -hmm. like the creation ship, we're talking about having business partners, et cetera. There is a tendency as people that we want to go to this reality of tit for tat of, of um, that we've been talking about it a fair bit lately in access consciousness. Those of you out there who've never heard of access consciousness, it's this incredible modality started by Gary Douglas and uh, the co-founder Dane here. And they have written numerous books and do seminars around the world, changing people's lives. And one of the things they've been talking about lately a lot is this thing called transactional realities, where you create a reality with somebody based on a transaction that occurs between you and what you think you are owed and what you think you're obliged to do based on each other's actions. Um, And I'll give you an example of this in for me in my life, I'm good friends with Gary Douglas, the founder of Access, and I speak with him a lot and he contributes so much to me on a daily basis, like through conversations and him, just his counsel is so valuable to me. And I will quite often say to him, oh, I'd really like to contribute. What can I contribute to you? What can I contribute to to what you're building with Access? And he was talking about transactional realities. And he said, those out there who are always trying to contribute, quite often they say they want to contribute because they actually want something or they feel they have to pay for something they've already got, Mm. which is very different than just receiving. Mm huge thing they talk about in access consciousness is receiving and wow what a topic for uh, to look at in relationship is just receiving 
where you don't owe anything in return for what you receive. You just enjoy the gift of it and it enriches your life. And I had to call Gary after he was talking about that transactional reality thing. And I said to him, hey, I'm one of those people that is constantly saying to you, I really want to contribute to you. I really want to contribute to what you're building with access because I've received so much from you and from it. And I said, so is that what I'm doing? Am I doing a transactional reality there? And he said, well, are you? <laughs> and I had to look at it and go, yeah, I am. I am doing it because I feel guilty for what I'm getting and I'm trying to pay you back. Mm -hmm. What if we, that isn't how the world worked? Like, yeah, well, what if we could we could contribute to one another, each other, and contribute to the world we want to live in, and never expect what we're going to get in return? Mm -hmm. Sorry to cut you off. No, it's no, that's like a it's a really great question because the reality is that like that is how the world works, and so if you're listening to this and you're like, wait, but how do you function outside of a tra transactional reality? It's like, well, you have to create a new one. Like you have to create a new reality where that thing about receiving is so, so key um, in the like gifting and receiving part of it. Cause even today I was having a conversation with a client about how um, when you, when you truly gift something to someone and they receive it, like th that is like, it's an immediate gifting back to you. Like when I'm so excited, you know, I have like a gift or something, you know, sm a small token or like, you know, something more ostentatious, but no matter what, like if I'm so excited to give this to my friend and they receive it and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited or, you know, whatever it looks like, or if it's like, a, like, thank you, whatever that receiving looks like I, that, like knowing that, that they received it is like the, the best thing ever. Right. So that's, I, and, and I know that when I'm gifting, so I have to work on reminding myself that same thing in that receiving, right. Cause that's the, like, that's what eliminates the transactional reality is that you acknowledging, like, I know that when I gift something to someone, they're so happy and I'm so happy. They're happy that it's got to work the other way too. Right. <laughs> like with us totally. so in that situation where you're talking about with Gary, like, I know that the more you choose and the more you like get free of limitation and, you know, the sense of wrongness and all of that, like that is the gift that immediately like keeps on giving, <laughs> keeps on gifting and receiving. It's almost like, you know, the old saying goes, as you gift, so shall you receive. I don't know if it's from the Bible or if it was from Buddha no or way. what, probably everybody smart said it, right? It's probably a musical, like a Broadway musical. Should be. <laughs> and, but what if as you give, so shall you receive? It wasn't the transaction of what you are owed or what you're then obligated to, but rather what you just so beautifully described is when you gift to someone, the, what you receive back, the gift of it is just the energy that you created and, and the, the, the kindness that you imparted on to somebody gratitude. like yeah the gratitude that ensues like the the easiest example i can see is within actually within carnal connections <laughs> because 
have you ever had sex with somebody? Probably you haven't because you're an unwed woman. Um, so true. Call me. <laughs> call me. <laughs> um, but have you ever had sex with someone where you could tell that they felt like it was like, oh, you did something for me and my body. So now I have to do something back for you and your body. And it wasn't from like any kind of gift of it. It was just like, oh, this is what's expected now. A thousand percent. And I've also been that person that's like, oh, um, okay, well, sorry, then if you're not going to do this, then I'm not doing that. So like I've, and it's it, it, so both ways, a thousand percent. Yes. Um, and it's not fun. <laughs> There's, there is little to no benefit of that. And the other thing too, that I've realized is that with that, the more, um, the more you're willing to eliminate that transactional reality, like that piece of like tit for tat or the scorecards or whatever it is you want to call it. When you're actually willing to show up and gift just for the fun of it, even if it is in these carnal connections, I love so much that we're calling it this, but um, in those like spaces, if you, I've noticed that the more I'm willing to gift without a point of view and without an expectation of receiving, I actually receive generally from my partner, like well above and beyond what I would have received if it was transactional. Like if it was like a measured, like I do this, you do this, I still would receive way less than if I was like, okay, I'm going to go here. And then like, okay, well, I'm going to go here because that, that gifting inspires something that like takes people to another level. And that is friends with benefits. That's like circling back to the friendship conversation is like, it's not always this, it's, it's never actually this linear thing of like, here's what you contribute. Here's what I contribute. It's knowing that you're both a contribution when you're both showing up and that like, I got you in this and then I'm going to get, you're going to get me in that. And then, you know, above it. Yeah. And for me also, it's the joy that I receive when I see my friends receiving contribution, yep. you know, like a good friend of mine was just his birthday and his partner bought him this, this beautiful custom-made ring. And I could see like just his whole world light up and how honored he felt that his partner went out and had this designed and had it made by this fancy jeweler. And he was just so happy. And I've known people who would go, I wish someone would do that for me. But my response is, how cool that, that he got that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, even going back to the receiving thing, um, I was reading in a book yesterday. Actually, I don't think I have. Oh, maybe I do have it with me. It's called Money Isn't the Problem You Are. I just happen to have it right here. Uh, by Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here, who we've already talked about. Um, but one of the things that Gary talks about is like basically any um, anywhere that you're not willing to receive, it's really actually not about the thing that you aren't or aren't willing to receive. So whether it's like money, sex, rings from your lover, whatever that is, it's more about once you, you're willing to receive the greatness of you, then that's where more shows up for everyone. 
So like we make it about these things, right? Money, cars, relationships, et cetera. But it's actually about receiving you that increases your receiving everywhere else. And I think that's also what allows us to be so excited for people when they're, when we see them, like you said, receiving contribution or we see people doing nice things for them. It's not like a, ew, like why, why not me or why them, why not me? And we've all done it. (laughs) It's more of like, cool, that's so great. And I'll have that. And that willingness to acknowledge that that shows up for you in different ways as well. Mm. So good. (laughs) Mm. No, I'm just like thinking about what we've been talking about through this podcast and that whole thing of will it work and looking at the receiving side of things, you could change so much with that. Like there are scores and tons and a phone book full of lawyers out there that their whole business is handling like disputes between partners who are married and have a business together or father and son who have a business together. And like looking at contribution and receiving from this point of view, half of those fights could be resolved like that because they wouldn't be relevant. Yeah. You know, like a a lady was over at our house last week, she's a friend of ours and we were just having Friday night drinks and dinner and chatting. And we don't often get to see her without her husband. And she had a little bit to vent. Let's just say. (laughs) And she was talking about, how much she adores him and how much she loves him and how much she really likes creating her life with him. And she would probably be a lot happier if she lived in the house next door because he is a lazy boy and he doesn't do his laundry and he makes a big mess and he's, he's just doesn't contribute. And um, it's so interesting because I was aware as she was talking of how she was looking at the scenario and from what point of view? Sorry, I'm very popular. Um, but also looking at, say, my own relationship and how there are certain jobs that I never do. I never do laundry and I never mow the lawn. But there are certain jobs that I do that my husband never does. And it all kind of balances out, not in a tit for tat transactional way. But what my husband contributes and I'm willing to receive from him for are the things that he's great at and wonderful at and vice versa, which is part of what really works in our relationship. Yeah. Just that. No, it's just, just that, just a relationship done different. That's all. Yep. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the, the takeaway from the conversation, like you said, is like, really like, will this work? Whatever it is, whatever the relationship is, whether it's a friendship, um, whether it's a carnal connection, whether it's a business partnership, whether it's, you know, a marriage, whether it's, you know, what, whatever it is, you got to ask, will it work? And you have to be honest with yourself, not do not will it, do I want it to work? It's will this work is really the question that you ask Mm. awareness, but yeah. And I think I I love that thing about 
transactional, like not, not doing the tit for tat. Um, and what if the world was a little more contributory? Like what if we were just willing to contribute to each other because it was fun and it created greater. And what if it was a contribution just to receive? Yes, absolutely. Oh, wait. It oh, is. wait, it is. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I think we did what we came here to do, Mr. Hughes. We did what had to be done. We did what we done did it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, if you would like more of the Relationship Done Different podcasts, as I said, this is just two of your hosts. There is also the beautiful Justine McKell in America from Australia, lives in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and Melanie Mead in Ireland. Ireland, so, our Irish Rose. Join us next time where we will talk about more relationship stuff, probably. What do you <laughs> yes. think we're going to talk about? I know. Make sure to follow us on social media as well. You can go to Relationships Done Different on Instagram. There's also a Facebook page, or you can go to relationshipsdonedifferent.com. Mm -hmm.